Whether you're one of the region's hardworking essential workers or working from home, spending more time in the kitchen has become commonplace for many people. If you're looking to try your hand at a fresh take on a classic lunch dish, well, Brent Foster has a recipe for you. Foster is currently the Watershed Distillery Michigan representative, and he's got more than 15 years in Metro Detroit kitchens at Woodward Avenue Brewery and the Emory, to name a few. I spoke with him about the key to making the perfect tuna salad for a tuna melt sandwich. It was always one of my favorite things that my mom would make growing up. When I was growing up, my mom worked a ton to put me through through school. So she would often I'd take the school bus to school and take the school bus home. And I would often be making like snacks after school. Like I would get home probably around like four o'clock and then she probably wouldn't be home until around like maybe seven, eight o'clock. So I'd have a few hours to be able to like sit at home and try to grab a snack. That was one of the first things she taught me how to make like when I was around like 10 years old, uh, being able to come home and uh, have some hard boiled eggs in the fridge and some celery and put it all together fairly simply and be able to make sandwiches. And it's fun to just kind of make open face sandwiches throughout the day. Like it's, it's very simply done. I love that you've chosen such a simple dish, but with your background, I'm really curious to hear the evolution maybe through the years or what different like risks you've taken with the tuna salad to uh, make it a little bit different than most people. Although saying risk in tuna is, is like not always what you want. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, I keep like the same, uh, the same idea of what I'm doing. Like it, it's very basic where I get interesting with it is making it into a tuna melt. I'm a sucker for a good tuna melt. And I usually, any place that I can go to that makes a tuna melt, I usually try it uh, just to see if, uh, if it's actually good. And usually, I don't know, I'm usually pretty bummed out, <laughs> but I take that very seriously. It's just a very simple sandwich, but I mean, it's a combination of like hot, cold and crispy texture and seasoning, you know, just like with anything, it's solid fat and solid acid and flavor. Well, yeah, let's talk about that because I, you're reminding me of another really simple sandwich that restaurants and other people love to have their own like take on, and that's a grilled cheese, right? And oh, sometimes yeah. you can yeah. have a really bad grilled cheese sandwich with not the right kind of cheese. So to take it back to the tuna melts, what elements of a good tuna melt does it take to make it satisfying to most people, to you especially? So it's going to be your cheese for sure. I usually use a combination of cheeses. I usually use Munster to start off with because of the melting point. It makes it nice and cheesy. It melts, melts fairly quick, kind of mild, but you can still taste it. And then I usually use a little bit of Parmesan, too. Uh, I use like a rustic like shaved Parmesan, and uh, I combine those two. And then when toasting my bread, I do kind of like a two-step toasting process where much like a grilled cheese, there's been a lot of people have been fascinated recently with instead of using butter, using mayo. And that's what I do because it provides like a nice crispy crust. Mayo is essentially it's just oil and eggs. So it's going to have like a nice like oily texture when you uh, when you spread some on the outside of the bread and toast it. So I'll do a combination of that. And then I'll also I'll start by pan toasting the bread and then finish it in the oven. Uh, so then that way the tuna is hot as well. That's a major point because otherwise it's not a tuna melt. It's just a tuna sandwich. You know what I mean? If you have like a, a cold thing on top of a hot thing, like it's just like it's a tuna and toast. It's not a tuna melt. Cold comes with toppings for me. The cold part, I usually do like some cold tomatoes and a little bit of lettuce.
Let's go back to the history of this sandwich for you. You talked about how you used to make it as a kid. It was one of the simplest things that you learned to make first. You have a daughter. And so for people who do have young kids, how can you bring your kids' attention into creating something that's not just a simple tuna sandwich? The way that my mom had taught me, like I, I spent a lot of time in the kitchen with her, watching her, watching her and my stepmother and like my aunts, and my grandma, like all these these lovely ladies in my life, like watching the, the takes that they would do with uh, certain dishes. And uh, eventually over time, after looking at a bunch of cookbooks, I figured out my own methods, combining what they taught me with that. For, for instance, like if Fiona wanted to learn this, like I, I learned how to make this dish when I was about 10 years old. She's, she's six right now. I was basically proficient with like learning the basics of how the oven worked and like minimal heat. Uh, but then my mom would help me prep a lot of things too. That's kind of where I started with it. Like having my mom help me like learn the perfect way to boil an egg. So Brent, just break it down real quick for us step by step. So I would start with three hard boiled eggs. When I boil my eggs, it usually takes about 10 minutes. Uh, what I would do is I would start boiling water and then I would drop the eggs into the boiling water once it's at a nice rolling boil. After that, I would take it off the heat and then cover, uh, cover it with a lid and then let it sit for about 10 minutes in the boiling water. They usually come out perfect that way. Uh, when I make this, I make a decent amount because I'm looking to eat this pretty much for the next like few days. I would do probably maybe like five, six cans of tuna, which is going to be a decent amount. Uh, maybe about four stalks of celery, sometimes a little bit of like a fresh dill or even like some fennel fronds if you have some of that in the fridge. Usually about like a just over a cup of mayo. I kind of eyeball it. It's easier to start with a little bit less and then add more as needed. And then of course, just a little bit of salt and pepper to taste. Uh, I mean, you can pretty much have all that done within 20 minutes, half hour, and then maybe sit it in the fridge for another half hour just to let it chill. After that, I would start the process of getting bread toasted, spread a little bit of mayo on either side of my piece of bread, uh, start pan toasting it, and then I would put my cheese on, and then uh, tuna, put that in the oven for about five minutes. If I'm feeling fancy, sometimes I'll add a little bit of bacon, and then of course some lettuce and tomato for a nice cool crunch. 